0: America and welcome to our number three of the podcast radio program we are living in really bizarre times we're living in times that are going to change even more dramatically in the next eight years than we've already changed you won't recognize things in in our world and really adapting is the most important no second most important thing empathy is going to be the most important skill that you can hone. If you are in business, if you are somebody who is just even starting out in life and you're thinking, where do I go? How do I change? What is my business model? What what do how do I actually improve people's lives and make money doing it? I have somebody who started Questus is a digital advertising company He has worked with American Express, Apple, Capital One, Disney, the NFL, Samsung, Starbucks, Universal, you name it. He's been at the top of their advertising campaigns. And it's not really advertising. It's a totally different way of life. He's just put out a new book. It came out today, Exponential. He is uh, somebody who I just... Cherish. I think he is really, truly brilliant. Honored to have him in. We begin in 60 seconds. Let me tell you a little bit. The, the real problem with inflation, the real problem with inflation is uh, everything costs you more, right? Well, let's say you don't even spend your money. You just have your money in a bank account. Let's say you had $100. At the end of this year, it'll be worth about $94. The end of next year, it's in the 80s. That's what inflation does. It it devalues what you've already made and already have. It's not just about going to the store and prices are higher. It's about the fact that your dollar is worth less and less. That's where gold or silver comes in. It always has been. I've told you I don't buy gold as an investment I buy it as a hedge against insanity because the world has truly gone insane and every time that it goes insane it resets itself and it goes back to the things the universal truths that we all know are true all that glitters is not gold. Gold has a special place as a hedge against inflation and a hedge against insanity. This week, Goldline is offering a unique special combining my two favorite assets. When you buy 20 of their historic $5 gold Indian coins, you're going to receive a five pack of Goldline's coveted Silver Maple Flex Bars at no cost. Both of these items extremely difficult to acquire at any time. They're on special now. Don't ignore this. Call them 866 Goldline 866 Goldline or goldline.com. Welcome to the program, Jeff Rosenblum. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thank you for having me. It is it is great to have you. I read your book. I think in a day Uh, you were the uh, you're the author of friction, which is one of my other favorite business books I just gave it to a ceo of a company who Who uh, it was in we were just talking about what brands actually mean And uh, I said you have to read this book. I went and got my copy They're hard to get and I gave it to him. Uh, and this is just as just as good exponential Give me the premise first of, of what you're laying out here.
1: Yeah, first of all, thank you for the kind words and the support. I okay. really do appreciate it. Sure. So the basic premise is this. I'm an advertising guy, but I've been obsessed with companies that dominate the competition, right? Brands that absolutely grow exponentially. They don't just have customers, they have armies of evangelists. Mm-hmm. And they have one simple tool. It's empowerment. They improve people's lives one small step at a time because everybody wakes up in the morning and they want one thing. They want to be better than they were the day before. It's at the heart of the human experience. It's what drives capitalism. It is, I think capitalism is
0: the greatest charity ever. You're, if you are doing it right, you're thinking, how can I make people's lives easier or better Uh, and you win and they win. Um, the, The idea of, of, making someone's life better for instance i i'm i'm really confused on some brands for instance apple mm-hmm. uh apple does things and they do it right they really do it right and they have the art in the inside and they um uh their products are just easier to use more intuitive and they have changed my life however then you get this other side of these companies now that they don't seem to fit. So is it, is it the story or is it the actual
1: product that matters? It's a little bit of both. But the old bogus stories with obfuscation and duplicity, that doesn't work anymore, right? It's about taking all that data and technology and creativity and actually doing something meaningful. Apple's a good example because these guys, they're pretty far from perfect. <laughs> but people, yeah. yeah, people don't expect brands and companies to be perfect anymore. But what they do is they want them to provide more value, more value than the competition is providing. Give them more value than people are putting into it. See, people are—they're not just giving their dollars, which are obviously extraordinarily important. People want return on investment, right. But they're also giving their time, their attention, their recommendations their loyalty, some people are aware they're giving their data. So they're looking for brands to give them more in return than they're investing as consumers. And if you're a business owner, that's what you need to recognize, it's a value exchange. And if you're a consumer, what you need to recognize is, don't buy from companies and don't recommend companies that aren't giving you more in return than you're putting into the relationship. So is this a deeper, because I've I've seen this with our audience,
0: There are companies now that are um, that represent a conservative viewpoint. You know, they stand for the traditional values and those companies are just rocketing. They'll come on the air with us and they just rocket really fast. Um, Is that the future for almost everything where you are? You are identifying with a group of people. Or is, it, is the, the Procter and
1: Gamble kind of everybody thing still there? That's a great point. So people don't buy from companies that they don't trust, right? And I think it's why, say with your program, right? You're following a business model that's been around for forever. Radio, TV, podcast, regardless, you have sponsors. People trust the brands that advertise on Glenn Beck Programme because they know that you've vetted these brands, you've vetted these products. They know you, they trust you. So when you recommend these brands and products, it becomes a shortcut for them to know that they can trust these brands and products. People will not buy from companies they don't trust. But I think a lot of people have sort of misinterpreted this and think that every company needs to save the world. They want to try to become the next Patagonia, right? And, right. and save the environment, which is fine if companies want to try to do that. and it's core to their value system but everybody doesn't wake up in the morning wanting brands to hug the trees and save the manatees like find the authentic way that you can improve my life so
0: this is uh, this is coca-cola you know i I don't need coca-cola to tell me to be less white what are you doing coca-cola i i want a good sugary drink that's what i want um and these these products are 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 all over the board and they're they're starting to preach to us how to live our life and some people love it some people really hate it but i can't i can't get my arms around the um the fact that we're splitting you know coca-cola was coca-cola that's it it meant one thing you either like that over pepsi or you don't and it kind of said america all of america those things are all breaking down now
1: it, is that a good thing, a bad thing? How, how what is the thinking of these giant companies? I think anything that divides this country is a bad thing, period. Coca-Cola could stand for something great, like when I think about Coca-Cola, it stands for happiness. That's a nice right. little platform. You can dive Teach the into world that. Yeah, you can dive into that without stepping on people's toes, and you could do it more meaningfully than a 30 second spot. You can create content and stuff that moves people's lives. We don't need to be divisive. And the data is going to prove if you're overly leaning into a woke movement that's not authentic to your brand, it's not going to drive profits. So then all you're going to do as a company is pivot in six months, pivot in 12 months, and find something else. We really need to, as companies, lean into authenticity. And we really need to, as consumers, only buy from companies that are truly authentic. So how do you know that? And how does a company create that? Well, we know it as consumers because we know the truth and we know it basically in real time, right? There's so many ratings and there's so many reviews and we all have friends in the real world. We all have friends on social media. We all know how to look at those basic ratings, reviews and information and parse out the truth. We don't just read one and and take it as the gospel. We know how to read lots and lots and figure out whether it's true. And we need to figure out what's important to us and and buy from companies that, that support what's important to us.
0: And how does the, tell the Super 8 story, will you? In the book, you talk about Super 8, which is a brand I've driven by a million times, never have considered. I've stayed at Motel 6. I don't know why I wouldn't stay at a Super 8,
1: but they've completely reinvented themselves. Absolutely. Yeah, let me give you the strategy and then let me tell you what we did. So Super 8, it's a great hotel chain. And what they did is they revamped the large majority of their hotel rooms. They're absolutely beautiful inside. They're not pretending to be the Rich Carlton, but they're really nice inside. They're clean. They've got this great black and white photography. Or if you're in Dallas versus Hawaii, you're going to see different images, Mm -hmm. free breakfast. It's as nice as can be. But not a lot of people realized how nice these rooms actually are. And we needed to find a different pathway into telling that story. And what we didn't want to do is tell a story just about the rooms. Because when people stay at Super 8, what they're doing is celebrating the road, they're doing something on a road trip. They're not spending all day in their Super 8 room. So he came across a veteran. His name was Ian, and he was suffering from PTSD. The way he described it, he was, fought, he was taught to go out and fight, but he wasn't taught how to come home. Mm-hmm. When he was at war, he felt like a hero. When he came home, he felt like a zero. So he we went to all these veterans' hospitals, and they tried psychology, and they tried pharmacology. Nothing was working. He's on the verge of suicide. Finally, a nurse comes up to him and says, do you know what you need? He says, no, I don't know what I need. She said, I think you need a hug. Can I give you a hug? He's like, okay. So this nurse wraps her arms around this big, strong, tall Marine, gives him a hug. And all of a sudden, he started uncontrollably crying. And there were tears of happiness and relief because finally someone said, I feel your pain. You're important and you're going to get better. The way he describes it, that hug didn't heal him. It was just a small but very important step forward. And he realized he wanted to share this experience. So he found two other veterans. One of them was his dear friend. And they went around the country and they wanted to go to every veteran's hospital giving hugs, Afghanistan vets, Vietnam vets. Give them hugs, let them understand there's a better solution out there. You're human and you're important. But they're bootstrapped, like their car's breaking down, they're using bicycles, right. they have no money. So we realized, wait a second, Super 8's always had a great relationship with veterans. Super 8 can support these guys, free hotel rooms all around the country, give them money to help them with their travel. We'll bring in our video camera crew, we'll help tell the story and build awareness. So we made this incredible micro-documentary talking about Ian in the Human Hug Project. And it's so inspiring, and it's so educational, and it's so uplifting. And at no point are we like, and this is presented by Super 8, right? <laughs> Super 8 is a really small part of the story, just in the background. It lives on their channels, their email, their website, their social media. And what we did is we were able to create an emotional connection with the audience by empowering Ian educating people about what's going on so this is a completely different
0: way i mean i've done advertising for 45 years um and i've revamped the way advertising has been done on radio but it's still advertising it's still a 60 second commercial etc this is going to super eight and saying hey we want you to spend some money and we're really not going to put you out in the front and it's going to work for you A, how do you convince somebody of that? I mean, you're an advertising guy. And B,
1: how does that work? Mm -hmm. Well, the reason it ultimately works for Super 8 is we know people who have actually seen these videos. And eventually, we want to show them what makes these rooms so great. Because that's part of empowerment, right? You want to be empowered to spend your dollars wisely. So once people are emotionally engaged, they understand the story, they understand what Super 8 believes in. Then we can show them images of the room. We can talk about the free breakfast. We can talk about all the amenities. But getting Super 8 on board, this is a really great company. It's owned by Wyndham, and they've got a really strong value system. So they really believed in this, and they believe in veterans. So to be honest with you, it wasn't that hard of a sales pitch. It was incremental, we had to go in there and not blast away and say, you have to do this. We showed them images, we showed them the Ian story, we showed a rough cut, and slowly we brought along all the executives. But I'll tell you, right from the get-go, they were excited about this. All right, back in
0: just a second. The name of the book is Exponential. Um, How do these companies grow exponentially? Uh, More in just a second. First, let me give you one minute and back into the show. My Patriot supply, the the country is being eased into the Great Reset, and we are really, um, we're sitting here looking at times that are going to get tougher before they get better, but they will get better. Paying attention to things like inflation, supply chain shortages, you know that anything could happen at this point. That's why I really recommend, right off the bat, emergency food. I've had this for uh, about 15 years uh, and I buy it from one company. It is my Patriot supply. The reason why this company was started by a prepper who who was buying all of the stuff and then started eating. So it is like, this is awful. And he went out and started his own thing. My Patriot supply. You can now stop procrastinating. Make sure that your family is safe and secure with anything that uh, might come your way. Just go to preparewithglen.com and save $50 now. com. Go there now. 10 seconds station ID. <laughs> So one of the things, um, Jeff, that I want to talk to you about and this, the the name of the book is exponential. It is out today. Jeff Rosenblum um, is the world has changed so much. And maybe it's a generational thing to where it used to be mass, you know, and and I see even though that, uh, you know, podcasts, Joe Rogan. Uh, is massive he dwarfs anything on television okay dwarfs it and yet people still will say well i saw that on the today show or i saw this it's much bigger on podcasts with joe rogan does this does it matter when when it's not mass i mean joe rogan is mass but when it's when it's out in a video and it's YouTube and it's just going and it's not hitting the mass, why why is this? Why have we made this change? And how is that working? Do you understand my question?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, ironically, it comes down to technology. Like at first, TV was this amazing technological solution, right? Uh, we had CBS, NBC, ABC. That was about it. So now brands can tell this amazing story through TV, except they started BSing the audience, right? They started telling a false story and people woke up and said, I'm not going to believe all of those stories. Now, fast forward, technology enables you to have all of your different programs and Joe Rogan, per his example, it's become more fragmented. And people are less interested in in mass media. They don't want content that's generic. They want content that appeals to them specifically. And they're going to be loyal to brands that sponsor that form of content. So Mm. technology is changing things now, the way it changed things seventy years ago, and go into
0: business uh, we have two minutes before a break. go into business how 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 much more change is coming our way on how to do
1: business. oh, it's exponential right we're We're entering what they call the fourth industrial revolution, mm-hmm. which basically means all of the change that we've seen is now going to get expedited, right so now we've got robots that are coming. We've got artificial intelligence that's coming. It's here already, but we're still in the foreshadowing stage. And that's why I love this concept of empowerment. And I love when you talk about empathy, because it doesn't matter what happens in this world. If we can lean on those foundational principles of empowerment and empathy and authenticity, it doesn't matter what the world looks like. It doesn't matter what technology is out there. But if you don't change now, As a business owner if you don't change now as a business person if you don't change your behavior now as a consumer things are going to change so quickly you'll be out of business when this fourth Industrial Revolution so I want
0: you to talk about that Uh, I want you to talk about um, the change that is coming because I can understand it as a business person but as a consumer I don't understand how that's gonna leave me behind if I don't change now so can you talk about those those um, um, Empathy. Uh, there were three of them. You just said um, empathy, empowerment, empowerment, authenticity, and authenticity. Talk about that, and then the changes that the consumer also is going to go through, and how those relate. We do that when we come back in just a second. Stand by. Name of the book is Exponential. program american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org so if you know anything about how money works you know that inflation to get it under control you have to suck that money back in to the federal reserve they do that by raising interest rates interest rate hikes are coming i mean they say i i I don't know how they're going to do it or how bad it's going to get uh, but if you, are, if you have a mortgage now and you're over 3%, please, you owe it to yourself to call American Financing Now, 800-906-2440. They can help you get an uh, interest rate that is uh, working for you, and especially if you have high-interest credit cards, please knock those down. Uh, you can get out of the double digits and into a, a mortgage rate, which will save you hundreds, if not a $1,000 a month. So please call them now. They work for you. They don't work for the bank. It's American Financing. Close even at your own house. 800-906-2440. Americanfinancing.net. Americanfinancing.net. And don't forget to subscribe to Blaze TV at blaze slash glenn The promo code is The Great Reset. Save 15 bucks. I've been talking to you about the Great Reset for the last few weeks uh, as our book came out last week. Um, And I don't the one thing that I think people are not prepared for. They ask all the time, why would this happen? Why would we do these things? Why would these people want to do these things? Nefarious reasons and good reasons. Um, But the, the biggest reason is. The world is about to change in ways that it has never changed before, and we don't really know how to predict that Um, we have uh, Jeff Rosenblum. He is the author of a new book called exponential. He's a marketing guy um, who's worked with some of the biggest uh, companies, but he spotted changes. You've been a you have been an advertiser and done Super Bowl ads and you spotted things are different things aren't working the way they used to um, and led you to this new frictionless kind of of theory so let's talk a little bit about the amount of change that's coming and you mentioned the consumer
1: has to change or be left behind as well yeah it's really straightforward there's one thing that every consumer needs to keep in mind which is they get to vote right capitalism is the most powerful force on the planet I believe it's more powerful than government Oh, yeah. Every single day, you're voting. You're voting with your dollars. And you're also voting with other behavior. Your ratings, reviews, your recommendations, all of that information is 12 times as trusted as your basic TV 30-second spot. So vote every day. Buy from companies that support your value system. And then talk about those companies. And then talk about those companies. The dinner table, the bar, the restaurant, around the campfire, social media, Amazon, ratings and reviews participate.
0: Are we more trustworthy on companies than we used to be
1: or less? Oh, we trust them less than ever before. I like to think that's tipping now, you know, folks like yourself are picking up the mantle. We're talking about empathy and transparency. Um, But it's as low as it's ever been. So let's talk about those real quick.
0: Empathy. I mean, I, I just did a monologue a couple of days ago on AI is coming and it will destroy 40% of all jobs by 2030 the job if you're looking for a a job if you're looking to educate yourself educate yourself on empathy because it's the one thing that a computer so far cannot do and they don't project it being able to be able to make the facial expressions and actually listen to someone and be able to relate to them empathetically right
1: yeah absolutely unfortunately, AI is eventually going to get pretty good at that also, right? Let's break down empathy into one simple thing, which is listen, listen, do your research. Like right now through your computer, you can get a Harvard level education or anything else you want. All the information's out there. So educate yourself, but also listen, listen to your friends, listen to brands, listen to what they're doing and take that education and start thinking creatively because that's the other thing that AI is going to have a really hard time doing, is being creative. So if you're a business person or a business owner, right? Data, information, technology, it's table stakes. Every company has unprecedented data and technology. But you can create a competitive advantage by thinking creatively. Talk to me about the
0: things that if you're in business now, so many people are struggling. Um, If you're in business right now, let's say a small town business, what should you be concentrating on? What should you, how do you, how do
1: you effectively take this back with very few resources? You know, if there was one thing I would lean into as a small business owner, right, on Main Street, I'd lean into customer service. I think customer service is the new advertising, right? What that means is companies can all buy 30-second sponsors, social media posts, right? They could do it on Google. Every company can do that. But only your business can get to know your community and get to know the individuals and treat those people with kindness and respect. Shake their hand. Listen to them. That
0: is, it doesn't, it, it, it amazes me. Yesterday I was talking to my wife about something. We had ordered something from a company and we cannot get them back on the phone. And I said to my wife, I said, I, I don't need to talk to them. I, I don't need, all I, all I want is can you just do what you're promising you would do not more mm-hmm. not more i don't need you to treat me like it just yes we're going to deliver this product at this time and if you can't let me know it people it, it i don't think it takes that much to
1: succeed right now the bar is low <laughs> yeah. yeah The bar is very low yeah. and these giant corporations are are only making it worse so I appreciate that you commented I've made Super Bowl ads. I actually haven't done that. I'm actually oh, the, I thought an, you yeah, I'm the anti-Super Bowl ad guy. I'm the anti-let's-not-spend-a-bazillion-dollars-on-one-big-message. I'm the guy that says, let's do something more meaningful. So in your example, when you're calling this company and just trying to get somebody on the phone, well, you got a bunch of listeners right now. Could you imagine if those folks actually answered the phone call and treated you with kindness and respect and empathy and solved your problems? Well, you customer? White- I,
0: I know those are the companies that I do business with the ones that you can call and they come out and they, they they don't I don't need to be treated like a king. Just treat me with honesty and integrity and I'm fine. I'm fine. And I, I mean, I find myself all the time going, no, no, no. This company did what they said they were going to do, which is rare.
1: Rare. I've studied this. There's a bit of a psychological principle going on here. There's something called homeostasis. We we want balance in life, right? So when we buy a product and it costs X dollars, we want X dollars in value in return. But mm-hmm. well, let's say you spend X dollars and they give you more in return. Mm-hmm. They give you the product, but they also give you the great customer service that you want. Now things are out of balance. You got more out of it than you put into it. So what do you do? You tell your friends. You go up on social media, ratings, Mm. reviews, again, around the campfire, it doesn't matter. In all of that, we call it brand evangelists. The more brand evangelists you have, the fewer ads you need to buy as a company. So every company should wake up every day not thinking about, how can I come up with better ads? What they should be thinking about is, how do I create more brand evangelists? Which is just
0: treating people right and going beyond their expectation. That's a great summary statement. Um, give me, give me, uh, give me some stories of things that uh, people should be doing right now. Companies that are changing. I mean, I, I find it amazing the the Super Eight story um, because it's the brand that you would think is over, and they've completely redialed and retooled, and um, and they did it effectively we have so much stuff being pumped into our heads trying to move people i mean you talk about the brain an awful lot in the book can you go go into that first and then talk about
1: what specifically what people should be doing yeah absolutely let's dive into the brain because there's a great story that we were exposed to there's a guy named phineas gage he's this strong influential great leader of men and he's up in vermont in the 18 hundreds, and they're laying down train tracks. He bores a hole in the rock, fills it with dynamite, and he's got a tamping iron, which is like six feet long, made of iron, a couple inches wide, and he puts it in the hole, and all of a sudden, there's an explosion. This thing flies through the air like a javelin. It goes through his eyeball, out the back of his skull, and lands many yards away in the ground, exactly like a javelin. What's crazy is, Phineas didn't die. They carried him off the hill, they brought him down to a hotel, they put him in a rocking chair on the front porch, and the doctor arrives. Doctor doesn't even believe the story until Phineas leans forward, and he throws up parts of his brain at the feet of the doctor. It's unbelievable. I remember reading this the
0: first time. This is an unbelievable story. It's an important story for medicine and everything else, but go
1: ahead. So here's what's crazy about it. He goes on, he survives, and he lives a fairly normal life. But... He's not because he's not mentally
0: incapacitated. Not completely. Yeah. I mean he's, he's I mean he's got some deficits,
1: but he's not like you would think a spike going through your head would be. And that's the big part of it, right? right. That's what's so cool about it is he's a totally functioning person, except he's no longer kind and affable. He basically comes out to be a little bit of a jerk. So what they realize from this, this is the seminal moment in brain history. They realize that the brain's not monolithic. There's different parts of your brain with different functions. Mm -hmm. And why that's important to us as business people is there's a part of the brain called the prefrontal cortex. This is where all the complex decisions are made. They can take technology called fMRI. They can read the human brain thousands of times per moment. And what they realize is your brand decisions, do I want to buy from this company? Do I want to recommend this company? All of that happens in the prefrontal cortex. So let's say you're a listener, you're a business person. When you're making all of your business decisions, you're at home, you're in the office, you're in the conference room, you're on Zoom, you're using your prefrontal cortex. So this should be pretty easy. Let's use our prefrontal cortex to talk to the prefrontal cortex of the audience, and all of a sudden, we can tell them what products they have and they'll buy. The issue is this. The human brain is a cognitive spam filter. Just like your email has a spam filter, so does your brain. The human brain is exposed to 11 million bits of information every second, but we only process about 50. So if your listeners pause for a second, there's all different things going around us. The sound of heating and air conditioning, your squeaking chair, the cars going by, you don't process that information. Your brain filters it out. So what do brands need to do? How do we get past the spam filter and actually get brands to like us? Well, historically what they did is they leaned on emotions. Hey, here's my new Swifter and everybody's dancing and singing, right? Here's the cute puppy, here's the little baby. All of that stuff works to a certain extent, but we're asking it to do way too much. The solution is let's do something meaningful. Let's create content that brings value to people's lives. Then they're gonna go out of their way to participate in it and share it with others. This
0: is a remarkable change. This is one of the changes for real good you know for so long campaigns are campaigns you sit around and some guys come up with a campaign and then it's out there and you're like ah we're going to teach the world to sing and you know coca-cola doesn't necessarily believe in any of that but it worked now it doesn't work and the idea of actually making your brand your restaurant whatever it is true to something Uh, and something that is good, that changes the world without being a missionary is tremendous,
1: tremendous for capitalism. Yeah. Here's a great example. This is not something I worked on. Do we have a couple minutes? Yeah. I have about a minute and a half. Okay. I can get it done. So Fender guitars, we all love guitars, but this is a company that's under intense pressure because kids these days can make music on computers. So what does Fender do? Right? They don't try to save the world. They created a platform called Fender Play where you can get personalized lessons. If you're intermediate, advanced, beginner. You love jazz. You love blues. You love rock. It doesn't matter. You get personalized one-to-one lessons that follow you along in your journey and help you become a better guitar player. Mm-hmm. At no point are they like, hey, you got to buy a Fender. They don't care if you've got a Gibson. It doesn't matter. But they're giving you these lessons. They're empowering you. To help you become better at something that's important to you. Now, the Fender brand benefits because it's all over the channels. They're using Fender amps and Fender guitars. They're getting data, which is valuable data, because now I want Fender to know stuff about me. What are my tastes? What's my level? So yeah, they can do traditional stuff that says, come buy this guitar. But the foundation is I'm going to empower you to be a better guitar player. It's a
0: much longer term game. That's the key to exponential curves. Right. You, you, I get it. You're you're playing it for a while, and then all of a sudden it just skyrockets. Absolutely, yeah. Well said. Um, Exponential is the name of the book. Transform your brand, brand by empowering instead of interrupting. It is really a great book. You're going to learn so much in this book. Uh, I mean, all the way from science uh, to just really great American stories. Uh, but it is it is something that will truly empower you to make a difference. And see the future. Jeff Rosenblum is the author. The name of the book, again, is Exponential. It came out today. Our sponsor this half hour is Rough Greens. Uh, So Maria wrote to me and she said, Glenn, we love Rough Greens. We have a dog that has really bad skin allergies and had already tried the recommended treatments, blah, blah, blah. Nothing really worked. She had a really bad smell as well. Three days into the trial for Rough Greens, we noticed a difference. It's been now two weeks and the odor is gone. There's no more itching and the red bumps are all but gone. Definitely worth the price. Um, Maria, thank you so much for trying. I, I will tell you, I only wanted rough greens because my dog wouldn't eat. He's the pickiest eater. I swear he's like a Frenchman um, and just so picky. We would have to at times hand feed him. And I'm like, OK, the, uh, you're a dog for the love of Pete. We fed him rough greens, and it's changed. He eats, he licks his bowl clean, and we're also seeing, over the years now, feeding him rough greens, a different, healthier dog. Rough Greens not a dog food. It is a supplement you put on your dog food. uh, And uh, they have a special deal going for you now. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Get your free bag. One free bag just to make sure your dog loves it. If your dog does, then you order another bag and and you're not out anything. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. Despite what the far left says,
1: we have made it through a a once-in-a-lifetime, never-could-have-imagined-a-disaster, the COVID-19 pandemic. But now what's coming next could be even worse.
0: Prices surging more than they have in 30 years, and there doesn't seem to be an end in sight.
1: An evil plan is on our horizon that will change everything about the way you live. And Glenn exposes it all. The Great Reset, Joe Biden and the Rise of 21st Century Fascism. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV.
0: You're going to love this book, um, Exponential. Make sure you grab it. Also, you can find uh, my book, The Great Reset, uh, available uh, everywhere you buy books. Uh, you can get it at glensnewbook.com. By the way, let's just see if this works. Uh, do we have time for the Audi ad? Let's play a little bit of the Audi ad here. Uh, I have to narrate it. We recently introduced gender-sensitive language. <laughs> it shows Audi. Uh, causing strong and sometimes rejecting reactions. Oh no! Yeah, people didn't like it. And people didn't like it. Some of these things. Uh, so they're they're talking. We respect all opinions. Now, does this- <laughs> our position toward diversity and inclusion are clear? So we respect right. all di- all opinions, but, unless you we're disagree. Right. right? Yeah, but yeah. we're right. Makes me not want to buy an right. Audi. <laughs> Program.